hey, look at us, brown bag bets. Alex still on vacation, and by vacation I mean his honeymoon. Oh. I didn't know if I told you that, James. Yeah, no. Like, hey, no yeah, I didn't even mention that part. I'm like, yeah, no, Alex today. Just me and you chatting for a He's while. He's still very active in our chat. Is his, is his wife uh, <laughs> okay with so, all yeah, this? <laughs> and, yeah, and again, let's just get it. Let's we'll get into his personal life real quick. Like he said, he wakes up earlier. Okay. So he he says like ah, I can't ever sleep in. So in the mornings I still handicap. It's oh. like while I'm up. So he's he's okay. having a fun time in his honeymoon, but well, at the same time we're we're still here and we're gonna talk some golf today because we have you. So definitely a bad tournament. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say one of the preeminent tournaments of the year, but I mean you can call it bad too. It's whatever you want, really. <laughs> yeah, new and in the on the rundown here we have it in quotes new PGA event. Yeah. Not really, sort of, kind of. It's like in the spirit of the Workday Classic or whatever we called it last year or the um, – what did concession – concession, is that a permanent move? Or yeah, that, uh, that, took, that took WC Mexico, right, because no one can yeah, travel that, outside the country. Yeah, that, I don't know if they're going to continue to have it at concession or they'll have it back in, in – my, my, was that Mayacoba or what was uh, that? Mexico City. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the long name there that sounds like uh, one of the places you go when you're on vacation down in Cancun. But this is similar. We are not going to travel to Canada. We cannot travel to Canada. Apparently, the only people that are ever going to be allowed to travel in and out of <laughs> Canada will be whoever wins the – well, it is the Canadians. I think the Canadians swept last night. I asked my hockey guys about that. They said, you will absolutely be able to – watch that hockey team travel like they'll make an exemption but in the same spirit as the the blue jays and everything yeah. they've had to do with their toronto teams Raptors. no rbc canada so we have picked a play what which carolina is this south south carolina yeah outside of hilton head apparently um a private course that's like more private than private apparently like it's not an easy course to get onto not a lot of people have seen it. They're obviously, you know, PGA Tour pros can do whatever they want. They can see what they want. Um, but we have no real idea. They're, they describe it as an Australian-like, like a, I don't even know, like some kind of Australian sand course or something like that. Look, I don't know. Wide fairways, fast and firm is what they say. But see, when we get into this stuff, this is what bothers me. They're never going to be like, this is going to be an easy pitch and putt. This is going to be the easiest course they're ever. Like, they always pump it up. I just don't know what to believe. I never know what to believe. We can try all we want. I, I, it's it's just it's until we see the golf course. I just have no idea. Yeah, I think I am gonna take it easy. Like maybe advice for people betting this. I am gonna probably take it easy on pre pre match bets. Maybe get a little heavier into some of the round by round. Not only oh hey we've seen people play the course now, but also like hey Brooks doesn't give a shit. <laughs> or, DJ, or DJ might withdraw yeah, after this round. Like, like, you'll, you'll, you'll get to you'll get to know kind of the feel of like what these golfers are thinking, and uh, in the in the prep for approaching the green where I played on the Nintendo, mm -hmm. I actually I go find the course, and sometimes there's like multiple courses where users have created if it's not a course that comes with the game, and I'll I'll pull up a map of the course online. And then play it, and then double check the holes, and do some due diligence just to yeah. make sure it's not some some shithead made some course and nothing like it. And I went and looked at this one, and I actually studied the map for a while because it's like like you said, this Australian style, and I, I've seen that comp over and over. So what much sand. Yes, yeah, it's just it's just like instead of rough, you know, often between the two between a hole and you know the the a neighboring hole, there'll be a big buffer of rough. 
and there'll often be trees growing in the rough and it'll be you know there'll be some some other man-made stuff and there are usually some paths for like spectators none of that like no there is no rough at this course yeah, it's gonna it's be all giant, the stairway and sand right giant sand like there's yeah. there's gonna be these huge swathes of sand and similar to was it rbc or where were we playing where they the announcers kept screwing up and calling them bunkers and they can't call them bunkers because it's oh i mean well that, that uh the pga championship wasn't that kind oh, of yeah, yeah, they, that was, remember, they could ground them yeah that was the on the island there Kiwa, yeah, so yeah. Kiwa, so similar to that that's what i read too they're going to be able to ground ground in any so of these long. bunkers which are not bunkers they're just waste areas so waste area, i i don't know like did you take anything weird into account for this i just kind of looked at hey driving distance and accuracy it is a bit of a longer course on a 71 but at the same time i'm, I'm not going nuts on this to to start I'm going to get more into the day-by-day stuff, I think. I don't know. Did, did, what did you weight heavily for this? You know, so the thing is, is, is I think this is a, this is a discussion in golf handicapping in general. Week to week, this is kind of a, a decision. How much are we weighing what we call course fit, right? What your skill set is and what we think the course is going to play like. Is that really important? Now, you know, when I first started handicapping golf, I have to say, I thought it was very important. As I handicap golf more and more and more, I find it less and less and less important. I mean, you know, you have like, Bermuda specialists, you have POA specialists, like you have, you know, Bent Green specialists, you have West Coast specialists, you have Carolina, like all this stuff. And like, you know, these are, guys are just really good at golf. And, you know, for anyone who's in, new into handicapping golf and maybe you don't know how all the courses are playing, there's obviously plenty of information out there. But I think you could do pretty well just taking pure form numbers, like just strokes gain total. And you can, you know, weigh it out however you want, whether you want the, you know, weigh short term more than middle term or the long term, maybe you want more long term. That's up to you and what you want to do. But a lot of times when we get into these golf courses that we don't really know about and we just peel it back and we just find the guys who are playing good golf and find some, make some numbers on those guys and then compare it to the market, I find myself doing really well, especially in, in the head-to-heads, just with a, a little simpler approach. And I know a lot of guys who, who just do that. I mean, that's their and – and they do a really good job. So, you know, I, I think we do get too caught up in like – and it's just easy talking points, right? Like, oh, this is going to play this way. This is going to play this way. So sure. it allows us to – you know, BS with each other for hours when we have to create content. But in reality, just give me a guy who's hitting the ball well, right? Give me a guy who's been scoring for the last month, two months. I think you can take that guy and put him almost anywhere, and he's going to be successful. So, you know, what I did this week, I'm just going by mostly form stuff. And then I I like to add ball striking. That's my favorite thing because I know if guys can get it going with the ball striking, either off the tee uh, or with their irons, all you got to do is make some putts, and, and you know, you're going to compete. So I just I pulled it back, and I'm just I'm, I'm focusing mostly on, you know, short, mid- midterm, and long. Yeah, for sure. And I've done something with that where I've taken some of those <clears throat> kind of just like James brought up. I've, I've taken a, like a longer term form number in a few different stats, weighted it, averaged it, and then a medium term and then a short term. And I look for some guys where that line is at least ticking up a little. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, they're they're ascending, or at least you know, and you, and you can do the opposite too if you're looking for guys to fade. Like, hey, you know, over the last six months they've played this way, but over the last three months it's been worse, and yeah. over the last month it's been even worse. Like, where you have a, a definite descending line as far as form. Like, I think you're right there. And if you, I mean, if you want to do anything, take like, oh, we could grab Australian golfers, but none of the good Australian golfers yeah. are here. Like this, you know, who who are you gonna bet on here for for the Aussies? Like there, there's a couple yeah. guys that might be worth some looks in the in the out or the head to heads, but man, for some of these outrights, like I'm I'm not getting involved in some of this at all. 
Well, Andy, we have, there's three strikes against this against this week, right? Not only do we not know the golf course, there looks like there's impeding weather to where they might not even. This is going to be a weird weather week. There's going to be you know storms that are messing this up. Which on the top of being right before the U.S. Open, like what are we getting here? Like we have no idea who's gonna who's gonna want to even be here, especially the guys who already have their ticket punched, right? So. Uh, you know, we saw Brooks miss a cut, you know, at, at that um, at that Craig Ranch uh, dad bod uh, golf tournament and then, you know, basically get then get second at the PGA. So with the top guys, we're taking nothing from this. This is for the guys who are trying to get that tier exemption because they're going to be able to play this golf course. Right. They're going to be options to play a PGA tournament. Well, not only that, but you just had some of these people playing up in Columbus. Yeah. Who like have now qualified. So, I mean, there's some information out there. Definitely look at that. People who just qualified for the U.S. Open, like, today. Yeah. You know, there, there's going to be some people that might not be super motivated to play in this tournament. They, they might be looking to, you know, show up, give an effort, but maybe go home. Slam the trunk, get on the PJ. Yep. Get, get, <laughs> get, well, not only that, but this is, like, this is in the Carolinas. Yeah. The U.S. Open is definitely closer to you. Like, you know, it's, it's a long haul. I, I wouldn't, <laughs> if, if, you know, if I just qualified – and I'm looking to play well there. I'm not looking to play all four days here. So maybe look at that too with some of the miss the cut stuff. And yeah. you know, you talk about the top of the board. It's what? It's the who's who? It, oh, it's DJ and you know, it's DJ and Brooksy, and then it really drops. And we can't call him Brooksy. He's not listening. But like when when Tyrrell Hatton and Matt Fitzpatrick are twelve to one, things are things are looking rough for from a you know a field perspective like yeah. how far down are you willing to go on this if you had to tickle some small outrights because like so, it does feel like some somebody longs winning but there's 150 people like yeah i'm not i'm not getting too nuts on this at all very small yeah. bets for outrights this for week. sure outrights are going to be a lot smaller there are a couple guys that i'm interested in honestly I, there are there are books out there that offer a field bet and and you, if you just take that and run you're you're probably getting a sweat on sunday and that's really what we're here for the outrights right i like pat and kazire a lot uh, in this spot i'm looking at them uh, anywhere from like 30 to 30, you know, 25 to 45 at some shops. Um, a guy who has, has played well recently, he has two third back to back thirds, missed a cut last week at Memorial, but missed it, you know, relatively on the number. He's been putting really well. And this is a two time winner on tour. He went back to back in the swing season a few years ago. Um, looks to be rounding back into form that we saw from that time frame. Not a great job of the golf ball, but th this is going to play fast and firm. I'm not sure you need to be, you know, if, if, like it says, we don't really know this, obviously. You might be able to get some extra distance, I guess. So Kazire and, you know, I guess Luke List, I don't know. I have some value on him. But then when you look at these missed two straight cuts, a bomber, if you want to take like the, the he knows the course angle, I, he has the course record here. Whatever that means, Ryan Palmer has, of course, record. Colonial misses for now every single year, so who cares? Um, but you know, I, he's a guy that I have a little value on because he has played well, has never won. But I think you know, again, we're just grasping his draws when we come close here. Yeah, I will uh, be taking it very easy. If I find anybody with value, I'm probably just going to play quite a few more top twenty bets than I normally would. Uh, I played like two last week. One of them even hit three to one. I was surprised they didn't get dead heated based on how many people were tied for 18th, but they, they gave me the full they gave me the full payout on three to one on Gooch, I think it was. So a lot yep. more top twenties for me this week, and yeah, probably looking forward to two weeks from now where we now, have do you get into the head to head because I think we could I think the head to head market here is a little more exciting for me. Yeah, and it, I mean, just mention mention before we switch over to U.S. Open, mention what you just brought up in the chat. Like yeah, so half I, hour ago. my opinion, a lot of this stuff, you know, while not many people know who like Vincent Whaley, I think that's how you pronounce his name is like, these are guys that we've been following just based on their numbers for a long time. 
And so when we get into tournaments where the, the top of the market looks like it does in terms of Brooks, DJ, and, and just more or less a bunch of nobodies, they're not necessarily nobodies to, to us nerds who do this every single week, who are handicapping full fields, and we see all the guys. So I don't feel like the books have the ability to make as good of numbers on these guys as they do on the Bryson's, the JT's, the top of the market, the top 50, top 100 guys in the world. So if we can come up with some, you know, make some good numbers on these lower end guys, and I, I like my ability to do so, I think I can find a lot more value in the full tournament head as I typically do. I typically do way better with the guys who are, you don't know who they are if you're an average golf fan than I do, at, you know, just trying to find, you know, a winner with you know two of the top five guys in the world. For, so for me, I'll dig a lot deeper in the, in the full tournament head head stuff. Yeah, that's for that's my head to heads rarely have big names in them. Yeah. And this week will definitely not be any change there. It's there's like there's no big, figure out who the hell yeah, they are. There's there's no big names. I mean DJ I'm surprised DJ's still playing at this point. I guess whatever. There's, not, but, yeah, there's still time to WD. There is yeah, it is only it is only Tuesday afternoon. So uh real quick, US Open. Better names here. Rom should be good to go. Um, yeah. he's he's the favorite, obviously. Yeah. Form form is there. He's playing very well. Bryson, DJ Brooks, Rory, Jordan, JT, Xander, Tony, all about 20 to 1 or worse, somewhere in the 50 to 20 to 1 range. And then, yeah, I mean, Colin, Patrick, just one, Victor, Hideki. I mean, you, yeah. you have the, the who's who. It's a, it's a major. Have you, I know you do this throughout the season, and it doesn't really help people now, but I'll give you a chance to brag. Do you have any? Do, I mean, do you have any early looks at the U.S. Open from months ago that uh, are, are accruing some CLV that you can, you know, warm yourself with with a, a small fire at the end of this tournament? For sure. I mean, I, I've, I've Brooks at 18, which was looking like absolute, you know, dirty bathwater before the PGA, and now he's back down to 14. So, whatever. I have Neiman, who I love still, um, and but I think you could find him around 50 or 60, have him at 80, and then. I have home at 100, and my guess is you're going to be able to get him at that or more, and I think he's a great fit here. I think he's totally live, so I have no problem holding a 100 of the one ticket. I went over, you know, you, you prepped me for, for this little segment here, so I went over to, to WinBet, our friends, and, you know, just looked at what, what popped out at me that was available. I would 100% be betting Hovland 30-1 to 1 at this golf tournament, at this golf course. He's going to play long. Um, he, he, we just saw him get second here uh, just a few weeks or a few years, <laughs> a few months ago, uh, and they said that they set that golf course up to play, you know, somewhat similar to what we're going to see uh, here here in June, different conditions. I would say it's going to play harder, but he has a perfect U.S. Open game. I mean, he's long, he's straight, and he strikes his irons. Like, that is a great – that's great for any golf course, but for the U.S. Open especially, we've seen that kind of player be successful year in and year out at what the USJ sets up. So, Hoagland will be my first click in that. And, look, I really think every U.S. Open is basically won by a guy at the top of the board. We're talking – pick a guy who's a top 30 golfer. Grab a couple of them at the best numbers you can find them, and you're going to have a guy who, who, who's probably – you're going to have at least one of them who's probably you're, you're sweating on Sunday, which is what we're all here about. But generally, it's going to be an early guy. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it's – I don't think – well, it's not like it was a U.S. Open either, but the day is – I don't think we'll ever see a, another Keegan major. No. You know, somebody just yeah. flying out of nowhere doing one of those. It will Take be something super unique. Too many odds are, you know, I have up on the screen here. I have the Rom Rom through Matsuyama. There's a decent chance it's somebody that falls in that range. So, yeah. all right, and we'll get into more of that next week. I will play Tory Pines next week. That is one of my, my greatest favorite. challenges on Nintendo. I don't even think I'll have to go hunt that one down. That one should be easy to find. Otherwise, we'll uh, yeah, we'll just kind of hope and pray on con Congaree. Is that how we're saying it? Yeah, I guess. Congaree. I don't know. I'm gonna have to actually watch like some golf channel and hear them say it. Although, <laughs> and, and not Central. only that, but, 
Yeah, some some of these uh, some of these matchups that I've been playing, and Jeff in the chat says Tony Finau gets his win at Tory. That would okay. be funny if he was constantly constantly uh, bridesmaid and he actually broke his maiden here at a at a U.S. Open. Look, I'd there, there I might bet just his biggest his biggest flaws is putting, and nobody the Tory is the most impossible place to putt in, uh, on tour. So it, for every guy, so if it's ever going to be <laughs> anywhere, that's a good spot for him. And if you do bet Tony Finau outright, do make sure to place a little bit on top five as well. Yes. It'll make you feel a lot better once you get to Sunday. So, all right, James, well, I'll let yeah. you go. I'll probably talk to you later. Honestly, we're going to talk a bunch of golf all day, me and you. But oh, yeah. we will uh, – where can people find you if they want to see some more of this golf content, especially, like you said, you bet some of these majors way early. they got to follow you on Twitter. It's right there below your name, at JD. What else are you doing this week? This week – we have a, uh, obviously a matchbook pod. Next week's a brand new pod that we're unveiling with the old Gordon Bet US. We're going to be doing uh, just some just some, some different stuff there. And obviously, the for profit podcast has been on a little hiatus. I think we're going to have to bring it back to full effect. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Definitely follow James at, at JMazJD for all his thoughts and whining during the tournament <laughs> kicks off not too long. You're like, we'll be, we'll be, it's East coast golf too. So it's nice. Oh, and early. It's the best. I know. I, and Tori, Tori drives me nuts. Although it does, it does offer you the ability to wake up early and still get some round bets in. Cause it's, I'll wake up and be like, Oh man, golf doesn't start for like four hours. I can what add to my thing. So <laughs> Garrick, Garrick, Higo fan says, yeah, I might have him, but I haven't. Everybody loves that, that guy. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hard to hate on him. So, all right. Thanks, James. We'll uh, yep. talk to you later. Have a good one. Appreciate it. All right. That brings me to the NBA, which didn't go so well last night. The blowout kind of killed my over. Thanks for nothing, Milwaukee Bucks. Honestly, my Nets did enough of a job there to get things done. Nets scored like a buck twenty-five. Still couldn't get there. Um, tonight, just one Alex from the road dispatches from the road, just the jazz minus four. Oh, this is something we kind of talked about all, all week or all month. It's like, are the fully healthy jazz, the best team in the West now? And let's see this number. I mean, this is a fair number, I suppose, but Alex showing a little value on jazz. Hopefully we get back on the right side of things there. Clippers looked very good in their comeback from Oh two, but obviously the jazz are, Again, maybe one of the best teams in the West, if not the best. So Jazz minus four for him. I might tickle a little bit of just because I'm needing all the ref stuff now on the, the game. And this is probably the reason Alex won't bet it because he is actually a big Sixers fan. But if I'm adding a small bet, it might be Sixers, whatever the number is, five and a half, six, just because they did bring in like the Tony Brothers crew. And sometimes that crew has been known to even up a series where we need a a bigger market or a better team to even things up. So real quick on that, uh, tennis from yesterday, a lot still to happen. My guy sits about does not play until later today. Um, the parlay got there. <clears throat> Looks um, The Croatia bowl. I don't know if I'm saying that right. B O L. I'm not sure if it's related to that NBA player, but uh, Pavlichenkova with the upset that kind of hurt. I didn't like that. So one and one on the tennis yesterday. With the Murdaza Barra parlay coming through, nothing for tonight. But I'm sure if Alex does put any tennis up, you can follow him on Betspurt at Alex Christensen, and of course his Twitter at underscore Noops. He I did I did 
DM him. I hate doing this to him when I'm sending him. Just like, hey, do you have any tennis? Nothing today, but Nottingham and Bowl are going to be getting a little further underway, so there'll be more matches to be handicapped. Hopefully, he has something later this week. Otherwise, a good thank you at the end to our friends at WinBet. Means $500 risk-free bet when you sign up for a new account in any of the states. They are offering things. Links are in the pin tweet at FrownBagBets on Twitter. I'm Andy Molitor at AndyMSFW. Like, subscribe, rate, thank you, thumbs up, and all that. Especially if you're in the YouTube, give me a thumbs up. Thanks for the comments and questions today. And yes, if you are so inclined to bet on the Euros, which start this weekend, Deep dive, special time because of the international flair of our guest. We will be on at 3 Eastern, 2 Central, noon Pacific with a guest this afternoon talking Euros. Hit us up at Deep Dive Pod if you have any questions. You can just tweet us there or uh, get into the chat on there and definitely ask some questions. I think we got a bunch of good ones lined up, but definitely anything you guys have, hit me with that and we will try to get that in to our guest. And with that, we'll be back tomorrow. Special baseball Friday on a Wednesday. We'll catch you tomorrow for some Frank Frank. Mm-hmm.